What's up, ladies and gentlemen? How are you? Hope you're having a fantastic day so far. Hope you're having a great, great, great end to the week. I'm sure you're looking forward to a relaxing weekend. I hope you're safe. I hope you're healthy. I'm sure you are, actually, because you're listening to this episode. You're listening to this podcast. So I know you want to improve in every single aspect of your life. Whether you're a footballer, whether you're an athlete, whether you're an entrepreneur, you're a CEO, I know you want to improve. Today I got a special guest coming on for the 58th episode of the Footballer's Journey podcast. Her name is Danielle Shulman. She's 30 years old, originally from New Jersey, currently playing professionally in Israel, as well as playing for the Israeli national team. As you'll hear from the conversation, she's very disciplined, very dialed in, and really takes care of every little thing that goes into making herself better as an athlete and as a human. Hope you enjoy the episode. Friends, how we doing? Hope you're well. My bad, I'm a bit late. I was running a bit late. Hope you're well. Got Danielle Shulman coming on. Professional player in Israel. Plays also on the Israeli national team. Originally from the U.S. So it should be a good one. Hope you're all staying safe and well during the quarantine. I know you missed these IG live workouts. Maybe they'll come back soon. You guys missed IG live workouts? Let me know. Give me a quick uh, thumbs up. We had a good one yesterday. We become elite. Legend, that guy. So, She's hopping on now, so I'm about to start it up. Hello. Hey, what's up? How are you? How are you? Good, good. Where are you? In Florida, Naples, Florida. Solid, solid. How's everything going? Good. Everything's good. And you? Yeah, good, good. Um, how is the Corona situation in uh, in New Jersey? In Jersey, it's pretty bad. Um, and actually, where I live, I think it's one of the worst in the country, in Bergen County. Really? Wow. Um, but, I mean, I just stayed in the house all the time. And I don't really watch the news, so I wasn't up to date on yeah, it. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. And how's it over there in Israel? It seems like it's clearing up quicker there. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know how they are. I mean, they're insane with their security and... Um, yeah, I mean, everything, you know, gyms are starting to open up and restaurants next week. So, oh, it should be good. Lucky. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But I see you've been getting some good training in. Yeah, of course, have to. Yeah. So if you could just, you know, introduce our, uh, yourself to um, the people, you know, where you're from, how old you are, and kind of a little behind the scenes about your journey. 
All right. Hi, guys. My name is Danielle Schulman. I'm 30 years old. I'm from New Jersey, and I've been playing professionally in Israel for the last two and a half seasons, half because it got cut off from Corona. Um, I grew up training, doing gymnastics, training mixed martial arts, and I started playing soccer when I was like 10 years old, and I fell in love, and that was just my sport from then on out. So I've been playing now for 20 years. Wow. And yeah. What more? What do you want to know about the journey? So kind of like, um, yeah, like, you know, what clubs did you play for growing up and then, you know, kind of get into the college level and then when you sign your first pro contract? So uh, for, I started at 10 years old. Mm -hmm. um, so after I stopped doing gymnastics, it became too much for me. My one friend asked me if I wanted to play in a recreational league. And I was mm -hmm. like, sure, yeah, why not? Uh, that will be yeah. fun. So, and my uncle um, used to play soccer. My grandfather used to play soccer. Mm -hmm. And it was my, my uncle that, like, he came to all my gymnastics stuff, like, everything. Like, I just wanted to be like him. Mm -hmm. um, so then my friend asked me if I wanted to play. I was like, yeah, why not? And... From the first practice, I fell in love with it. Like, I was pretty good right off the start. Yeah. Um, and then it continued from there. I played for a few clubs. I don't think anyone in Israel will know them. Played for, I started with the Americans, then I went to the Torpedoes, their clubs in Jersey, mm -hmm. then to Arsenal, and then to World Class. And I played mm -hmm. on a U18 team for three years. Wow. We went to. Nationals, my junior year, we got third in nationals. Mm -hmm. um, then from there, I got. Where did I go? I went to play in college. I played at three different colleges. Wow. I Which college? University of Maryland was my first year. It was mm -hmm. a little too far from home. So mm -hmm. I ended up switching and going closer to home to Seton Hall, which was also the same coach from my club, my last club team, the U18 oh, team wow. that I played for. I went there, and that school was too small, like nothing around there. So I ended up at UConn, University of Connecticut, for mm -hmm. three years. So I was in college five years. Wow, awesome, awesome. So what position do you play? I play attacking center mid and striker. Actually, most of my career, I, I played striker. And mm -hmm. then I've switched the last few years. I, I'd rather play under. Yeah, for sure. As the 10. Or switching mm -hmm. back and forth between the 9 and the 10 is cool. Or two forwards mm -hmm. up top. I like that, too. For sure. I mean, you, you seem pretty athletic. Do you think, like, the gymnastics background kind of helped you, you know, become, I'm, I'm sure, become a better athlete? I think so. I think the gymnastics and the mixed martial arts, maybe the mixed for martial sure. arts more, even. Um, but the combination of all of them, yeah, made me very athletic. I picked that kind of stuff up quickly. Mm -hmm. Made me probably faster, too, stronger. Mm -hmm. For sure, for sure. And mixed martial arts, I think, is also a really good cross-training, like jujitsu and kickboxing. Because with soccer, you get a lot of, like, overuse, running, hip flexors. You get tight sure. knees, a lot of mm -hmm. high-impact stuff. So to jump no, into like point. kickboxing and jujitsu, it's great core work and yeah. lower impact. Mm. No, it's a great point. I mean, you see, I, I know Zlatan's a black belt, so. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so how did you how did you kind of sign um, your first professional contract? What was the journey? I mean, just to take um, listeners through kind of from the women's side, how it works. That was a process. My first professional contract was a process. Mm-hmm. So I graduated in 2013, and then. I went to preseason with Sky Blue, which is an NWSL, the premier league in the United States, which is one of the best leagues in the world mm-hmm. for women's soccer. Mm-hmm. And they didn't sign me. They signed me as a practice player. So with no money, just as a practice player. Mm-hmm. The following year, I, right before tryouts again in preseason, I tore my ACL. Oh, wow. The following year after that, like I just came off my ACL and I got invited to preseason at, in Portland with the Portland Thorns. Okay. I went to an open tryout. The coach liked me, invited me to preseason. But mm-hmm. mentally, I wasn't, like, prepared. So my confidence yeah, yeah. wasn't high enough. And I didn't do well in preseason, so they released me. So then mm. I trained for, like, after that, getting released there. I'd say I trained for, like, six to eight months. Wow. A lot. Like, yeah. maybe the last four months, I was doing, like, 12 sessions a week. Wow. Just to pick your brain a little, because I think this is huge. It's like the ability to just be persistent and keep going. Like, wh- what were you feeling? Like, obviously, I think the big, the hardest thing about football is the emotional and mental roller coaster. So, like, what were you feeling and how did you keep going? Because I think the ability to take those emotions in and, like, just say fuck it and keep going is what is why you're here today. Right. Um. I think it's just because how much I love the game. So even though they told me, okay, sure. no, you weren't good enough and sent me home, okay, it doesn't mean I'm going to stop playing. I Like, mm-hmm. that's all I want to do is play soccer. It's my love. It's my passion. So it's not really the goal that is the end result. It's the journey sure. that I'm focused on and enjoying the game and enjoying sure. my life. For sure. So no, I did I end up a- getting signed after those – that year, so 2016, mm-hmm. I ended up going to preseason, getting, no, getting called up through the open tryout to preseason, and I got signed that year, 2016, to Sky Blue Wow. in NWSL. So, so what, took, did you just go back to an open tryout? and, and Right, so uh, each year I had to go through an open tryout to get invited mm-hmm. to preseason, which I did get invited to preseason every year, but then 2016 was the first year I signed my professional contract. Wow. Awesome. I also, that same year, was the first tournament I played with the Israeli national team. Wow. We and went how, how did that process kind of go? How did you, how did they see you? And uh, how, how did that, are you, are you half Israeli? Are you full Israeli? My grandma was born in Israel and my oldest wow. uncle was born in Israel. Wow. Um, I made Aliyah so I could play with the okay. national team. For so sure, my for coach sure. from home knew the coach from, knew Gaia Zori, their mm-hmm. friends. So okay. he made the connection, and then that was it. I came to play in the first tournament. It was 2016. We went to Cyprus. It's called the Aphrodite Cup. We won the cup. Wow. And the girls were amazing. Like, yeah. the team was amazing. Like, uh, they were just so warm, welcoming. You know, the Israeli sure. people, they're just yeah, warm exactly. people. They make you feel yeah. like you're at home. It's the minute sure. you get there. You're friends. For sure. Come over for so. Shabbos. <laughs> exactly. The moment I got there, like I fell in love. I was like, "All right, this is this is my team." For sure, for sure. So, so, so after, to... you... oh, sorry, keep going. Go ahead. 
No, it's good. I like it more interactive. Better. So, um, <laughs> no, I mean, first off, I want to point out to a lot of people, like, I, I love what you said there that, like, you said it from the first minute you got on the call, like, how much you love the game. And um, I think people, like, really need to tune into that, like, especially when you're going through hard times. And just like you said, enjoy that process and, like, enjoy the training. And, like, sometimes, yeah, you don't want to do it, but you have to find out why and the love for it is, is really why you kept going. So I, I think that's, you know, really impressive and, and credit to you. And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, I get messages about like not feeling confident on the field and things like that. But I, I, I tell like younger people, it's like, try to tune into the reason you started playing the game, like your why, like when you were nine, 10 years old, like, how did you feel stepping onto the pitch? Like, regardless of what people were thinking of you, what your parents thought, why did you start playing? Like, you need to figure that out for yourself. Like, no one's going to put that in your, in your mind. Like, you're, you have to be the one to figure that out for yourself. And I, I think, you know, just like you said, loving the process is huge. I also think what you just touched on is, is important too, like not having confidence on the field. I don't think people just have confidence automatically. Like I have sure. days where I'm less confident, days where I'm more confident. It's always like a fight with yourself or trying to listen to the positive self-talk or sometimes I'll have a bad game. And if I have a bad game and I think I didn't play well, then I'll go to the park and I'll do extra work that my teammates, that I think my teammates aren't doing so Love I that. can feel better for myself. For sure, so, for sure. You, you have to find things to do that will help your confidence level and your mental um, state. Like, you just have to find something that works for you. For me, for sure. it's like making sure if I had bad touches in the game, okay, now I'm going to go to the park tomorrow or the next day, and I want to get those touches in and make sure they're sharper. So that mm -hmm. way the next game I'm going into, now I'm confident that I practiced it again. Absolutely. No, and it's uh, just like you said, I always touch on that as well. It's it's that kind of obsessive mindset. Like, you know, it has its pros and its cons. I'm the same way. <laughs> um, for me, it's like putting in that extra work and like taking care of every little detail, like your, your touches, your nutrition, your sleep, your, um, your, you know, mental training, like taking care of all those details, like it, it helps you. I think tons mentally and tons physically when you step across that white line, you know that you put it, you put in the work, you know that you put in more work than your opponent. Like if you are truly obsessed and you truly love the game, you'll know mentally like, fuck, you know, I'm prepared. I'm ready to go. And then physically indirectly, it just transitions and you know, you see it on the pitch and you know, you can start to smile and, I've talked about it with many people here on the podcast before. It's like, you know, you take, you take the game slowly, you connect passes, and then you start to build the confidence and you could start yeah. doing more things. Exactly. I also want to say, I still haven't figured that part out a hundred percent, the mental part. It's, it's a process. And I think it always will be just like, you're never perfect on the field. I'm never Absolutely. perfect mentally. So don't get frustrated with it if you have a bad game and then you have a good game. Just know that even professional players are always working on that. I'm always working on it too. Of course, of course. 
no, I mean, I think, you know, everything is just a mental battle. And like you said, uh, I was thinking about it earlier today, you know, I went to go train at a field and, um, you know, the field was open yesterday. Like, I think some kids like snipped the fence. So I like snuck under. <laughs> <laughs> so I went, I went back again today, 30 minute drive. It's locked. So I'm like, all right, what am I going to do? So I, I train on the concrete. And then I was like, just like adding to that, it's like, you're, every situation is not going to be perfect. You're not going to have like a beautiful pitch to train on all the time. Uh, you know, I saw you training tons in your, in your house. It's not perfect. Like it's not going to be fun all the time, but like you said, it's, a, it's about going through those ups and downs, these Corona periods, these times where we can't train on, you know, nice pitches where the pros are actually made, you know, cause that's what, you know, it's the consistency of the training that actually breeds results. Exactly. And it's also easier to be consistent if you really love the game. Okay, for running sure. and the strength training, that's just not yeah. always fun. But actually, yeah. for me, I learned to like it since I guess I did it from such a young age that mm -hmm. I like it. Like, I'm on my I'm vacation now. My family and my house, who I live with, mm -hmm. we're all quarantined together, came on vacation. Yeah. We bring a whole gym with us. We bring our yoga mats <laughs> and our pull-up bar. And just yeah. everything we bring is to train. That's our vacation. Sure. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. So, so where do you, so uh, when you signed your contract in 2016, where'd your journey kind of take you after that? So 2016, I signed with Sky Blue. Um, they're in the NWSL. Uh, I played three games because I've had, I had a lot of injuries that season. I don't know if it was mm -hmm. from overworking for four months and then like yeah. went in and the level is much different between college and NWSL. Big difference. Sure. The players there. In, in what way? So every way yeah. like the athleticism the knowledge of the game the sure. technical part of the, everything there's only 20 i think 10 teams 20 girls per team signed in the states so that's 200 wow. girls in the country yeah crazy so it's very competitive um mm -hmm. i thought my body was ready for it but it wasn't so i had a lot yes. of injuries like my right hip then my left hip then my right groin then my left groin then my hamstring mm -hmm. So I was out most of it. So the following mm -hmm. season, I had a problem. The coach thought I was going to be injured again a lot. Mm -hmm. And I ended up deciding to come to Israel. They offered me a good contract. Couldn't awesome. say no. And I was like, let yeah. me use soccer to explore my culture, my for sure. family's heritage. Yeah, and for sure. So I went to Israel. I signed with Kirat Gat, lived wow. in Tel Aviv. And I did the commute. For How long is that? an hour and 45 50 minutes on the train but like okay. from the take a bus to the train and a train wow. to a taxi and a taxi to practice and the same thing on the way back the grind yeah so it ended up being like i would leave at like 4 35 and get home back to tel aviv around 10 30 11 mm -hmm. awesome. but we won the championship that year so it was worth it wow wow it's fun yeah and I, I loved it. I love living in Tel Aviv and playing. Best city in the world, hands down. Easily. <laughs> you know, when I, I came over here in April, last April, and I was like, all right, that's it. You know, <laughs> I'm making I'm Aliyah. That's it. First year, yeah. This, uh, what was it, 11 months? Yeah, 11 months. Nice. Still and can't speak much Hebrew, too? but. No, I live in Haifa. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I lived in, you know, I lived in Tel Aviv for the first two months and 
I just can't, you know, I couldn't focus. Like, there's just too much going on, you know? So, I'm at the beach almost every day when I'm there. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Well, you get tan, I'd get red, so, you know. <laughs> Have you played foot volley? No, but my, my friends are, like, this summer I have to do it for sure. I learned I that. I didn't know about that game at all till I came to Israel. I was, wow. like, in my apartment. I was like, I'm not going to stay here alone. Let me go to the beach. Sat at the for beach. Sure. I saw all these guys playing. They were amazing. They yeah. told me to come play with them, and that's my second love now. Football love and soccer. Wow. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm wow. obsessed. Takes a while <laughs> to learn, huh? Um, I mean, I played soccer, tennis a lot growing up, and mm -hmm, it's pretty sure. similar. Mm -hmm. So it was pretty easy for me to pick it up. I mean, I'm not a Natalia, but <laughs> I'm trying to work there. Work up yeah. there. I played the, um, you know that, I think it's called tech ball with like the, yes, you know, I love the, that game. they have we, it we at Fishman Beach. Yeah. Okay. I got to yes. check it out. They have we it were playing it in my apartment. You have one in your apartment? No, we have a table. So we were just, <laughs> we were just oh. playing and, and the, you know, <laughs> The downstairs neighbors, you know, they made a couple calls, so we had to chill. <laughs> but they yeah. have the actual table at Fishman Beach, and then they, yeah. I think they have a few of them at Harakon Park mm -hmm. set up, too. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. But, yeah, if you could take us a little bit into, like, um, you know, your your approach to nutrition and, and diet and things like that. Um, so... I don't know. I feel like there's so many things about nutrition and sure. diet and everyone believes something else. But For sure. right now, I'm on like a, not vegan because oh, wow. I eat eggs and I eat fish. And occasionally, like let's say once a month, I'll eat like chicken or whatever. But I For don't sure. think it's so healthy to be eating so much animal products. And when For I sure. was younger, I grew up eating it for every meal. Like if I didn't have chicken or eggs or some kind of protein like that, animal protein at every meal, it wasn't a meal. Yeah, so you've that's got an Israeli background. And then now I kind of think totally different. I watched that movie. What was that movie? Oh, Game Changers. Here we go. Game Changers. <laughs> so my, my roommate watched, just became vegan because of it. Because of that? Yeah. So I watched that, and, and I didn't decide I'm going to become vegan because of it, because then you can see something that's on the other side, like the keto diet, and watch a documentary on that, and that can sure. bring you to that side, too. For sure. So I kind of decided I think it's best to be somewhere in between. I For think sure. that fruits and vegetables is something that's healthy on every... And no one's going to tell you fruit and vegetables aren't healthy, so I try to eat mostly a lot of fruits and vegetables. Mm -hmm. And then, like, for breakfast, I'll alternate between one morning I'll have eggs and one morning I'll have potatoes and beyond meat. I don't know if you know what that is. It's like yeah. vegan meat. Mm -hmm. When I'm in Israel, I think I eat humshuka maybe yeah. four or five times a week. Wait, hummus. what's humshuka? Hummus with shakshuka mixed ah, without okay, the eggs. Okay, okay. Then I'll put ah, some eggplant on top. Solid. Wow. I got to try that. Okay. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Yeah. But I, I eat a lot of hummus when I'm there. It's a good protein. Mm -hmm. um, whole foods, not For sure. not a lot of processed stuff. For sure. Um, beans, lentils, mm -hmm. lentil mm -hmm. soups, salads. Yeah, just mostly whole foods, and try to not eat so. I try not to eat so much 
animal products. That's base. That's general. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. No, I mean that. I I I I agree with that as well. Like um, like all my uh, meals are like based around vegetables, and I eat a lot of fish as well. And I think you know, you know, um, just like you said, I mean, getting like the the good thing about animal products and like chicken and beef is like you can get like a quick source of protein, you know. But if you're well prepared and like you're very dedicated, like cooking lentils and just like you said, all those beans are really good for you. And you know the problem with all these animal products nowadays is like they're injected with tons of hormones right. and tons of BS, and you don't know like where the meat's been and it could cause bad reactions. So I agree with, uh, on that standpoint. And for me about diet, it's like, I always tell people, like, I think the most important part is as long as you can stay consistent and, you know, keep up with it, go for it, you know, keto, yeah. vegan, whatever it is, do what works for you, you know? Yeah. I also don't eat any dairy. Dairy I yeah, cut out completely. Sure. So I drink like oat milk and almond milk and cashew same. milk and all different ones. I switch them up. So I'm not always having the same thing. Tofu mm -hmm. I also do sometimes not for sure. too much either because I think anything in too high quantity cannot yeah, be absolutely. good. Absolutely. No, you're 100% right. And I completely agree with you. Take any supplements or things like that or NutriBio? You know NutriBio? No, I don't. So NutriBio you got a is coupon a supplement code company. Huh? <laughs> coupon code? Coup no. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but it's my it's my dad's best friend's company. It's the only company that I'll use. It's also Jewish too, by the way. Okay. Um, but he was the first company to ever have an open label. You know how like sometimes it'll be like proprietary blend Ah, yeah, yeah, they yeah. They never okay. had a proprietary blend. It always had an open label and how much of everything was in it. So they were the first company to do it. And I think now wow. many companies do it. I actually mm -hmm. went to their factory last year and, like, saw wow. how they make everything and where they make it. And I just uh -huh. know everything that he makes is pure. So that's, that's the only company that I'll trust. And they have, mm -hmm. they have a really good um, pre-workout. They have a good uh, post-workout. BCAAs, everything that you want, they have good proteins, mm -hmm. protein powders, vegan. Then they also have grass-fed ones. They have really good flavors too. Mm. Awesome. You should check awesome. it out. For sure, for sure. Nutribio, I'll check it out. Is it Israeli based? No. No, okay. But they almost did like a, a space called them up. They wanted to do a contract with them. I don't know oh, what really? it wow. with them. I don't know. It ended up not wow. being worth it because the import, I don't, I don't really know. But. Mm -hmm. Solid. And then also I wanted to ask, you know, a little bit about like your gym work. You do any like additional gym work? Um, I do. How often? What, what, how do you look at it? So now with this quarantine and I can't get to a gym, I've been doing everything body weight. And I've been posting a live. I did a live session this morning at 10. Awesome. I do a full body workout. So I've been doing mm -hmm. like eight exercises. I work 25 seconds on, 15 seconds rest. It's high, high oh. interval training. Mm -hmm. um, so I do like three rounds of it. And the same workout that I do on Wednesday live with people is the same mm -hmm. workout. I do it another two times a week. So oh. I do it three times a week. Mm -hmm. And I change it every week. 
for sure. So that's what I've been doing now. You can check it out. I have one that's live right now. It'll be live until tomorrow. So it'll be live for the next uh, 20 hours or something. If you want to check good. it out. And then I post it the next day. Yeah, sounds then good. Then when I can go to a gym, I do more weight stuff. Like uh, mm -hmm. mostly posterior chain. A lot for of sure. glute work and hamstring stuff. Because for soccer mm -hmm. players, we're usually quad dominant already. I try to stay away from hitting my quads at all. They're for sure. too much. For sure. <laughs> the other side. Pull-ups, I do Solid. every other day. Wow. While I'm making my breakfast. I'll be making wow. breakfast, and I go do a set of pull-ups. Make my breakfast, go do a set of pull-ups. Same thing with push-ups. If anyone in my family is about to do a workout, and they ask me, hey, you want to work out? Yeah, I jump in. So that's wow, kind of my... That way if other people are working out i have to do it with them i can't say no yeah no i feel like i'm the same way <laughs> no i mean uh your family sounds like a you know it's a fitness lifestyle over there so that's solid yeah it's good <laughs> um where are you from you're from new york from new york from yeah long island so you know tiger shulman's of course of course so that's my family Oh, really? Wow. So Tiger Shulman is my dad. So that's wow. why I grew up wow. doing martial arts. Okay. And so my whole family is involved in it. And that's why we're all fitness, wow. and, fitness and training. That's, and That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. How, how many? You guys are spread all over. How many locations do you have? I think there's 50 locations. Wow. And it, it was um, based in Jersey or in New York? First one, I think was in I don't know if it was Jersey, New York or Pennsylvania. Maybe Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. No, okay. I think it was in Chestnut Ridge. I've heard of Chestnut Ridge. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. It's ridiculous. My dad built the first school by hand. I should know where it is. Wow. Yeah. He wouldn't be happy with that. <laughs> but um yeah, I mean you know, it's interesting because I think a lot of like martial artists and, and um, you know, MMA fighters are very big, big in the body weight. So, yeah. you know, you notice like, honestly, lately, like I've been doing a lot of body weight and I've been enjoying it more. It's like, I don't know, you just feel so much more in control. And yeah. obviously the, the added weight's good and, you know, it's obviously necessary, but there's nothing like a good, a good solid body weight session. Yeah, I, I like the body weight too. Even when I'm at the gym, I the only thing I try to load up on are hip thrusts. That's For it. Sure. Just to For hit sure. my glutes. Mm -hmm. And besides that, I don't really put a lot of weight. I do a lot of single leg stuff, like pistol mm -hmm. squats or For sure. Bulgarian split squats, rear foot elevated mm -hmm. split squats. I'll put some weight mm -hmm. on those. For sure. Or hold a dumbbell for the pistol squats. Mm. But... I like body weight stuff, push-ups, pull-ups, sure. inverted Best. rows with the TRX. Yeah, nothing better. I like that kind of stuff. Works everything mm -hmm. together. I never use machines. For I sure. just need a floor, free weights. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, because when you, you know, when you don't, when you don't use machines, you feel, like you said, even if you're doing, you know, uh, you know, inverted rows on the TRX, you're doing pull-ups, you're doing push-ups, you involve the core and you have to stabilize yeah. throughout the movement. Exactly. And when you're doing machines, you know, you can you know, leave your core loose. Exactly. And yeah. you're, you know, you're isolating muscles like a bodybuilder and not an athlete. Exactly. 
did you study, you know, uh, personal training? Because you seem to have pretty good knowledge on it. I don't, but no, I've okay. done it since I was a kid. When I was For a sure. kid, we had a gym in my basement. Yeah. So my dad would come home from work and we would work out together. So wow. since I was really young. That's what I did for fun, I guess. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Um, in terms of recovery, you do any like you do any yoga, foam rolling, meditation, yoga. any yeah. yoga? Oh, I love I yoga. Don't maybe I should. You gotta get because... on that. You gotta get on that. <laughs> I can't with the breathing. I start laughing. I shouldn't be laughing. I know, but have you but... heard of Wim Hof? Who? Wim Hof. No. You after we get off this. Check him up. Uh, he's got an app. It's called the Wim Hof Method. Unbelievable. Yoga? Like, no, it's, it's, it's like a form of meditation, but it's like, I, like, I'm the same with you. Like, you know, it, it's very hard to get into a meditative state sometimes. So like you, for me, it's like, I need to be focused on something. And like this app, like kind of guides you through this breathing and like the state it puts you in is incredible. And like how you feel during it and I would definitely I have recommend to be it. alone to do it. For sure. Like alone for sure. in a dark room by myself. For sure. <laughs> so focus. For sure. But what about yoga? Like I, sometimes there's like a yoga class online. I watch and it's not what I want. I want specific yoga for a soccer player because my hip sure. flexors are so tight. My hamstrings are mm. so tight. Like I need a specific yoga to stretch out my lower body. Mm -hmm. You know anyone good? Any one good to follow for that kind of stuff i mean do you know uh you, do you know yoga with adrian do you know yoga with adrian i just did i just did that with my cousin <laughs> yesterday morning and i was uh, irritated a little bit after i was like that's not what i needed <laughs> like i stretched just my hamstrings for one minute and 26 minutes of breathing and planking and i don't want to do the thing is, I don't want to do strength exercises or core exercises with my I yoga. I do that separately. I want to stretch no, out my legs and get more flexible with my lower body, even upper body, but just all stretches. Do I mean, I have a good mobility. I have a good mobility routine, but it's like it's, you know, it's not like the, you know, lift your leg and put it in between. Okay, your so feet. Like, it's I'm not guided, you know. Yours. <laughs> it's just like, all right, we're, we're going to stretch the feet, 60 seconds, bang. All right, we're going to stretch the <laughs> quads, like. bang. It's no flow. That's what I mean. No flow, like, no spiritual Wait, stuff involved, you know? I'm charger. I'm going to send, not so bad. 20% battery. Oh, yeah, you'll be good. You'll be good. Um, also, dies. for recovery. All right, Go it's ahead. all good. It's all good. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you think of sleep? What what's your what are your thoughts on sleep? Um I used to sleep like 9 hours a day in season. Mm -hmm. Now with like doing all these sessions and trying to write it up for Instagram and doing privates on Zoom live, I don't get to sleep as much cuz I have more things to do, but I think sleep's mm -hmm. very important. Also for not sure. to oversleep though because sometimes if I oversleep I'm more tired. Yeah. Like it's like you said with the nine food, hours you know? is good for an athlete. Yeah. Just like you said, like finding that balance and that, you know, not too much, not too little. Right. Which, you know, that balance is hard. That's, that's why it's good to meditate, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
how do you like obviously you say you're very busy you do like how do you unwind from football and kind of get your mind off football and training is it possible or <laughs> i don't know if i do when yeah. i was in israel i did because i like i was just playing in season i wasn't working i wasn't working on instagram and i wasn't doing these things so i would just go to the beach play football then go to training come back hang with my friends now mm. it's different because i'm starting to try to do privates and try to take soccer in a different direction along with still playing i want to be sure. able to train people and give them options to train similar to what you're doing mm-hmm. and that's a, it's a lot more work than for sure i thought it was going to be for <laughs> so sure for sure now i feel like my mind is never off of it before i was for able sure. to get it off for sure No, I mean I I I talked with another another one of my friends uh who I was on a live yesterday with. He he's been doing it for 5 years. Become elite. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's like uh you know, grown his following off the chain and it's we've spoken about it before. It's like um honestly what helps me relax from football and training is working. Like working on like developing my business, helping others out, doing social media. Like for me cuz it's fun. I'm sure you're the It same way. Fun. It's like fun to help people fun. out. Yeah. And and people are like, "Ah, oh, you're working." But it's not, you know, it's it's different, work, but it's you know? not work. Yeah, exactly. If you love what you do, it's not work. For you sure. Never work a day for in sure. your life. For sure. For sure. <laughs> um also I wanted to ask you, this is a, you know, obviously a, a tough question, but it's something I always, you know, like to ask guests is you know, Obviously there are ups and downs in football it's a roller coaster was there was there any point that you thought about hanging up the boots Not yet Love that I Great have. answer oh. Great answer <laughs> I always I got... say I feel like I'm going to be I had a coach or some a uh, guest coach that used to come to our practices when I was 18 years old I think he was like 70 and he would be practicing wow. with us and I always wow. said I, that's going to be me I want to play wow, until I'm that. in a cane and I can't play anymore. <laughs> Even if it's just for fun, like wow. going to play pickup. But for sure. that's how I want to be. Yeah, love that great great attitude. So I got uh two more questions for you and then I'll I'll let you go, I'll let you enjoy your vacation. <laughs> um if you could go back to yourself at any age and give yourself the wisdom you have today, what age would you go to and what would you tell yourself? I don't know what eight, maybe like when I made my first club team to not worry about making mistakes. I'm too I always was and maybe I'm a perfectionist or I'm too hard on myself and if I make a mistake I don't want to make a mistake again. Who cares? That's how For you sure. get better. To make sure. mistakes and to fail at something over and over again, that's your best teacher. If you don't mm-hmm. if you don't make mistakes then you're not trying. For sure. So try make mistakes, fail over and over again and then that's how you're going to succeed. That's how I would mm-hmm. have been better. No, I I love that. I mean, something, you know, I don't know how it is on the girls side, but um, you know, I I I played also in Sweden and Germany, obviously in the US, but when I first came to Israel, like everyone like seems so angry around the game. Like if someone made a mistake, it's like, you know, you just like down his throat. I'm like So every time like when I went into the huddle with the guys like obviously I couldn't understand I would just be like it's just just like you said in the beginning 
Let's go out and let's just have fun. Like, why? We're here to have fun. Like, who cares if the guy made a mistake? He knows he made a mistake. He, she knows if she, if she lost the ball. You don't have to tell her. You don't have to tell them. Exactly. They know, you know. And, and yeah. I think, you know, I remember I was mentioning it to one of my friends. He's like, oh, you got to do a post about that, which I still have waited, have needed to do. But I think it's like, I think it's, you know, really, I hope it'll kind of get ingrained into the game sooner or later that, you know, yelling at your teammates is obviously you want to, you, you want to get the best out of your teammates. Right. But being negative ne- never does anything, yeah. you know, and, and just like you said, if you are a perfectionist and, and type A like me as well, you know, I'm hard on myself already. So you, exactly. you telling me that I'm else yelling at me, exactly. I'm already yelling at myself on the inside. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So sure. yeah, sure. I wish I could have just eased up on myself. Yeah. Yeah. Or free to play. For sure. For sure. No, and like you said in, in the beginning, I mean, just like, you know, enjoying and having fun. I think that's the most important thing, you know. Yeah. We can, you can train all you want. You can take your supplements, get your sleep. But if, if you don't love the game, there's no point. Um, but, yeah, if you could just end off, give, you know, listeners one to three pieces of advice Oops. that you would have loved to give <laughs> to your younger self. <laughs> I already gave you one. I don't know what else. <laughs> okay. All right. That one that I just said about don't be hard on yourself, just work. I think we, so we talked about it already. Don't forget to enjoy the process. Don't always set this far, far goal and just mm-hmm. be working for a goal. If you mm-hmm. want to set like little incremental goals, like I, when I was younger and I just started juggling, like I remember – one night, I still remember this night, I'm in my living room and I'm like, I need to get 10. If I don't get 10, I'm not going to sleep. Yeah. And I stayed up until I got 10 yeah. and then I could go to sleep. And then Love I'm at that. 10. So now what's my next goal? 12? All right. The next goal I make is 12. I'm not going to make a goal of 1,000. I want to get to 1,000. How am I going to reach that? And when am I going to reach that? I think it's better mm-hmm. to make little incremental goals. And eventually you're going to get somewhere without even knowing you got there. For sure. No, we, we can, if you want, we can end on that because one I think more. that's unreal. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay. We can end on it. <laughs> no, no, no. Talk you about the relationships more. that you make through the game. It's not only about the sport, but it's about the relationships you make and the friendships you make playing the game, right? You, you're on a team together working towards the same goal with 10, 20 other girls. And those are Absolutely. relationships that you can have for the rest of your life. Absolutely. So. That's all those three. <laughs> For sure. No, I, I want to also, you know, cover on what you said, the second one and the third one. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, I think just like you said, I mean, you know, everyone wants something very quickly. They want that, uh, that immediate success, that instant gratification. Like we can take a simple example of six pack abs, you know, you know, what, what can I do? How many crunches do I need to do? Uh, to get six pack abs in, in, in 30 days. And just like you said, like, what's the rush? Like, what's the rush? To, okay, maybe beach season's coming. I get you. But what's the rush to get those abs? Like, it's, it's, it's about the process and, you know, like seeing those incremental changes in the mirror and, you know, feeling better through eating, eating better. And, and just like you said, 
those small goals along the way. Like if you have a, a goal of juggling to a thousand, setting those goals of we do 10 today and then, you know, we'll try 20. And, and just like you said, everything building on top of each other, those small gains over time really add up. Yeah, I never really had that big goal. Like I'm going to play, when I was a kid, I, I never said I'm going to play professional. I didn't have it. It was really just small things. Let me get 12 juggles. Okay, let me make this club team. Okay, now I'm good on this team. I'm the best one on this team. Let me make the next level club team. And everything kind of went like that. Mm -hmm. The thing with also with the big goal is like you can feel defeated. If you don't reach it, you feel like you never succeeded. But it's not true. Absolutely. And maybe that big goal that you have is not even far enough. Maybe you can go past that goal. So now you got to that goal and you're done. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the problem with making just a huge goal. Mm-hmm. No, and I think, you know, one of my role models that always talked about this was Kobe. You know, Kobe Bryant. Like, he always – oh, and I still – I always watch that guy's YouTube videos. And I could cry talking about this. But, like, <laughs> uh, that guy was a legend. Like, he, he loved the process. That guy truly loved the process. And, you know – He's, he's, he's a role model. Um, but yeah, also going off that, what you said about relationships, I think that's huge. I mean, I think coming to Israel actually woke me up to that even more because, um, you know, I, I played in Germany and, you know, I'm a pretty friendly guy. And, you know, I only had like one, one or two German friends in three years of living there. And, you know, then I went to Sweden and, you know, I, I, Sweden was a fantastic place. Loved that place. But made tons of good friends there. But I came to Israel, and you could probably attest to this yourself. It's like you make, like, friends here are like family, you know? Like, yeah. you know, you make friends here, and they're, the relationships you build with people are, are just different than, you know, other places. And I'm not saying you have to live in Israel to build good relationships, but just like you said, like, building those relationships through the game – through something that you love is huge. Even college or high school, like all my soccer girls from college, we're always going to be bonded. For sure. For sure. But hey, thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate you taking the time. Thanks for having Uh, me. Absolutely. When are you you coming back to to Israel? Uh, The end of September. And I actually have some big things coming in the beginning of October. I don't know if I'm supposed to say them yet. So I'll hold off, but keep up to date on my Instagram. Sounds good. Sounds good. And you can follow me. For sure. For sure. For sure. I'll drop it after. Cool. Thanks so much for the talk. I appreciate it. Enjoy and and stay safe out there. You too. Bye, everyone. Bye. See you. Bye. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I did. I got a ton of value out of it. I really, really learned a lot, especially about women's soccer, that side of the game. Appreciate you tuning in. As always, if you enjoyed the podcast, if you enjoyed the episode, I would really, really appreciate it if you could drop a review in iTunes. The written reviews help the most, but you can also just drop some stars. But the written reviews really help get other people to listen to the podcast and I think this podcast is really really valuable it shows youngsters how professionals live in their day-to-day life 
If you have any questions for Danielle, you can head over to her Instagram, send her a message, and I'm sure she'll be glad to answer. If you have any questions for me, you know where to reach me. As always, stay safe, stay healthy. I'll see you on the next episode. Peace out. Thank you.